Oh, yeah. uh, you've got the you got the beer handy. I'm guessing. Yep. Oh, Levels are good. Back. Yep. Sick. 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 I'm gonna turn this light on. Actually, give me a sec. All right. That's better. Nice. Cozy. Yeah, I've got, I've got this. I just had a lot of uh, green tea to help my nice. digestion. I don't know if you can tell, but this is actually a new lens. Um, because I have I've wanted this lens since I bought the camera, just for like how fucking good it is. It's um, it's like the the one I was using, but it's a wider angle. Um, mm-hmm. so for something like this, where it's you know less than a meter away from my face, it's actually really good, and it yep. sort of blurs the background out background yeah, out really good nicely. Of field, yeah, lovely really stuff, it. yeah. Good. Yeah. Right. I did little things like getting colored XLR cables. So just a little bit of flair for the home office. I'm just going to lie down. Yeah. Send me my flair. Do that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, as, as long as that audio comes through nice and clean, you can do whatever the fuck you want. It is an audio format. Yeah. There you go. It's going to be sat in a paddling pool. <laughs> just sit. <laughs> do you want to change this podcast to two guys sitting in bed drinking beer? <laughs> don't tempt me <laughs> two guys sitting five feet apart because they're not gay folks welcome to hey brew the podcast about beer and storytelling each week one of us brings a beer and an often tangentially related story my name is Elliot. my name is mike I thought I'd do that really sort of like epic. Yeah, nice, nice radio voice. You kind of like sat back Thanks. into that couch in a really nice relaxed kind of pose right as you went to do the intro. I really appreciated it. It's, it's only for Thanks, my benefit, man. but for the listeners at home, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's an all around treat here for me. I can give you something else for your benefit if only if you like. See this? This right here. Uh-huh. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe okay. Later. I think that's uh, working for you more than it is for me. Let's move on. Yeah, that's why I had to stop. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, look, it was going to be that epic radio voice or like the, is it Dom DeLuise? Like, in a world where two men <laughs> oh, uh, Don LaFontaine, I believe, was the original guy. Oh, that's guy. it, yeah. Yeah. That's it, yeah. I don't know who that Dom is. is a, I think Don DeLuise is an actor. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. This summer. <laughs> Just, just sit here and do that down. voice for 20 minutes. <laughs> Probably not. Honestly, it's good podcasting. Is it? Mm. Is it though? Depends what you're into. Uh, um, I'm into beer. Do you want to talk about beer? What have you had? Yeah, do. anything good this week? It's it's hard to go uh, and get beer, but people will bring it yeah, to you. Yeah, uh, last night, me and uh, Hobbsy cracked open the uh, garage projects of Verboten Fructa, the uh, forbidden uh, yes. fruit. Yeah. Um, which was delicious. I don't know if it's fifty dollars delicious, but it was delicious. Yeah, I think um, is because they just they came out with that recently. Is that a revision to the previous version of that they had, or is it the same? So I didn't thing? know that. So I'm pretty sure like, I had seemingly. I've had something like that from them. It was good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize it was a. It was a. It's like a redo. Well, yeah, it's. But, I, I, th- I think from, from looking at the bottle very quickly and realizing that ah, I don't really want to get it this time, um, it seemed like it had a slightly different name to when I did purchase that from them mm. uh, a couple of years ago or so. Um, I remember enjoying it, but it wasn't like, oh, damn, this is back. I'm going to go get it. Whereas like with their Harpy Sessions beer, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to mm. get that. Oh, well, I went to my local and found a couple of cans of uh, 
Not no sleep till Brooklyn. No dreams till Brooklyn. I can't remember what it's called. Something like that. Yeah, something that sounds like a Beastie Boys song, but it is not. Yeah. But uh, yes, I bought another can of that, so that was good. And mm. uh, oh, I had some um, some Belgian lambic over the weekend as well as a little treat because yeah. I don't, don't drink that kind of beer very often. So I thought I'd pick some up. Yeah, me either. I remember talking to someone at one point, uh, you know, about beer as you and I both want to do, um, and like he brought up Belgian beer and the different stuff that goes goes into that and i was like i just i've never gotten into it it's it's not for lack of trying like i've tried a couple here and there but it's not something i like have access to or am exposed to terribly often so i just haven't put in the effort i think at uni hogarden and Leff were just like the two beers that were like my most luxe beers that i used to like to buy but um, yeah get get, yeah. get those european beers and that's like fancy Mm, that was it. That was, that was good beers, though. To be fair, I haven't had them in a long yeah. time. Hmm, maybe I will treat myself to a little Belgian beer recently. But yeah, that was that was really good. That little sour, lambic, mm. very sour. So that was fun. How about you? Yeah. What have you been drinking? Uh, well, the so you you pointed I think this one out to me. The Hawkers, uh, the Beirut uh, support beer. Oh. Yeah, mine arrived today. I was going to mention. I yeah, forgot. yeah. So mine mine arrived on Saturday. Um, essentially, it's a it's a buckle of a barley wine um comes in at like i don't know 10 or 11 percent or something ridiculous um but yeah i had one of those at the weekend because it turned up on saturday i was just like bunging in the fridge i'm gonna have this tonight um actually no i think i had it last night while i was preparing for this one um because spoilers today's today's uh, beer is also a barley wine um but yeah it was really nice like i've um i haven't had a lot of barley wines before that they kind of just feel like really big boozy beers um to to you know be a bit uh vague about it but i can't i can't really think of how to describe them as a style because i haven't had a lot of them so i haven't developed sort of the the language to talk about them yet i i think i've had one maybe two in my life Mm. yeah so yeah like that that one it's really tasty it's got like a nice couple of bit of sweet notes in there i'm not sure what exactly but um uh, I think that I forget the name of the charity that that was in support of, but it's obviously to aid mm. the um, uh, the city of Beirut um, with everything that happened over there. Fuck, however yeah, long ago that was when there was efforts. a big explosion. Um, I honestly can't remember. Time is weird right now. Told you, man. Time is a flat circle. But yeah, you're, yeah. you you are correct. It is uh, it is both weird time and also it is to aid in the uh, recovery and relief efforts for the uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, through, like, through ordering that, I hadn't really looked at Hawkers all that much ever. Um, but looking through their website as I was ordering that, I was like, oh, these guys are actually like both local, local, but also like all about sustainability. Um, so I think I'm going to start mm. trying some more of their stuff because I just, just haven't really had any of their stuff until now. Yeah, big ethical beer producers by lots of things. And also yeah. um, big on their big stouts and stuff. Um, yeah, they, good. They, they do. All right do some big um big imperial stouts every year that like are like special editions mm, i'm into that all mm. right well i'll definitely be uh checking them out some more yeah man i think i will be too but um mm. what have we got today then well what we've got today well, actually um, talk to us about what the thing is and then what why we've got it yeah uh so, so the beer to to start there uh is from big shed brewing concern which as far as brewery names go is up there in my list of favorites because a lot of them it's the like adi- the addition of concern is really good yeah because a lot of them it's like insert name here brewery or brewing but this is like brewing concern it sounds very formal mm. um but it is called viscosoraptor uh as i mentioned it's a uh, a barley wine um 
it's something like 10.5%. Um, and that's literally all it says on the tin. Uh, so the, the, the reason we have this is actually kind of funny, but also really dumb on our part. Um, so uh, this was Classic sort of us. a collaboration with Little Bang, uh, both breweries out of uh, South Australia. Um, essentially, they were doing a virtual tasting battle on online um and they were sending out a four pack of beers so two beers from each brewery um both of them put up a, a, a imperial stout and a barley wine um you you uh you and your housemate and myself all ordered four packs so we had one of each uh and then we mm. all proceeded to forget about the tasting event uh so now we just have these beers <laughs> and i've already They're had a couple of fridge. them yeah, like I've had a couple of them because um, I, I thought about using them for episodes, but I couldn't really come up with anything. Um, and so, yeah, th- this is one that I was like, oh, I, c- I could do something with this. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm excited to try it. Um, like I said, having that, that barley wine last night while I was preparing this, uh, I'm, I'm ready to try another one. Um, ready to have a real boozy Monday night, apparently. Um, yeah, again. Yeah. Yeah. What are we doing? But hey. Don't have anywhere to go. I'm already at home. It's a safe yeah, trip. No one's no one's driving anywhere. Nope. So uh so yeah, I don't know what else to, to yeah, I don't know what else to say about it. We'll just uh we'll crack on. Yeah, it's it's got like a the 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 font on it looks like Jurassic Park, so I guess that's a thing. It does a bit. Again. It does a bit. It, you know what it smells so bready. Yeah, a little bit. So, so this is going to be an interesting kind of almost experimental thing for us because we're both coming into it not really having any <laughs> absolute experience novices. with barley wines. So for the first time, probably, except for maybe hmm. since episode two, we're going to be talking about a beer style we don't know anything about particularly. Yeah, I mean, don't have any experience. I, so we are I, going to be true know, novices in this. Yeah, I know, I know a couple of things and it's more about the naming. Um the reason wine is in there is not because it's any type of wine. It's still made the same way any other beer is. It's more just a reflection of a typically high alcohol content. I thought as um, much, yeah. But but yeah, in terms of production, it's it's still same same sort of stuff. It seems like. So like uh, looking at it, it looks like a almost like a red ale or a, or a very dark bitter. Yeah, kind of. Um, kind of quite highly. Um, what's it called? Carbonated. Yeah, yeah, I got a, I got a decent amount of head out of that when I was pouring. It. I did, but mine's disappeared quite quickly. Mm. All, right, All right, shall uh, we give it give it a sip? Mm. Very very malty. Um, yeah, ten point five percent hides well. Yeah, it also is very obvious about it too. I know we've talked a lot about having beers where they kind of hide some of the alcohol flavor, but this has got a good amount of that burn coming through down the throat do you do you reckon i don't i don't feel like this burns too much like i i feel like you can tell it's boozy but if someone told me it was yeah. like not not seven percent not excessively but it's it's definitely very present as a as a flavor um in I, this one. I guess it's not being hidden by the likes of like loads of hops or loads of like yeah. chocolatey malts like in a stout so yeah it's pretty yeah because I, I think often when we've had it it is something like a double IPA or an imperial stout or something like that, where there's mm. a lot of other things going on, um, yep. but this doesn't kind of have those heavier kind of things that get in the way. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. I think oh. um, 
To be honest with you, I was expecting, because the only other barley wine I've had that, to my memory was one at Mountain Goat. And mm. I think, partly because they don't really specialize in that kind of beer, um, whereas I think these guys do a little bit more of that sort of stuff, uh, and certainly the heavier high-alcohol beers. I think mm. that that one I had was quite sweet and almost like syrupy, and like as a result was like pretty intense. Whereas yeah. this, it's super mellow for a... Um, for a beer of that sort of, in what I would assume would have been quite a high intensity, I think it tastes yeah, quite it's, um, reasonable. It's almost got like a little bit of sweetness to it as well. Yeah. Um, um, which, me, on, me honestly, doing some, it, some background opening of a Google Chrome tab here, um, seems like they use a lot of sugars uh, in this style. Um, like unfermented sugars? Might do that. Yeah, I think they're saying like uh, about 320 grams per liter of sugars. Um, as like an indication, which um, I can't, I can't I quantify because I've never brewed beer or dealt with that kind of stuff. So I don't know what the kind of percentage, uh, what kind of grams of sugars come out of grain mm. when you're doing it. But like for my strong stout recently, out of 20 odd liters, I added a kilo of sugar. Yeah, okay. And I'm not doing it, that kind of math right now. <laughs> well, that, I, I just mean like, It'd be a, it would be like triple that. Um, yeah. Maybe more. Mm. Who knows? Maybe like six um, times that. Oh, my maths isn't. Yeah. It's kind of... It's not going to happen. I'm trying to think like to try to put this beer into context where or when I might drink something like this. It almost feels like a towards the end of the night or like a yeah, you yeah, know, dessert, so. kind of, dessert kind of beer or something like that because it, it's, it's packing I, a bit of a punch. If I'm perfectly honest with you, I would split that can. I don't think you need to drink that whole thing yourself. Three yeah, because that's three a, drinks, what, four, 440ml can and it's like three standard drinks. Yeah. I think um, if you had, if if you served that to three people in a wine glass each, yeah, like as a dessert beer, you'd be like, delightful. Um, I don't yeah. think it's bad at all. I think it's I think it's really quite tasty. And I think yeah. it reminds me of like an English style bitter. Um, yeah, it, it does have a little, little more sweetness. And, yeah, a decent amount of bitterness to it, but not unpleasant with it no so it's got that maltiness to it without mm. so it's got the maltiness and the color and the and the, the mouthfeel of a bitter i think but mm-hmm. with the sweetness of of all it's all like i said when you say dessert beer it's almost like when you have a dessert wine and it's like that's a sweet version yeah i i, I was trying to find that word in my brain but i haven't had to think about dessert wines or ports or anything for a long time but it is kind of like yeah. that a muscat um, or something yeah it's it's got that kind of that bitterness, but also the sweetness. Kind of depending on how much you let it linger on your tongue. Um, so it's, so yeah, cards on the bad. table. I was kind of apprehensive before we opened it. I was like, is this going to be too much? Because I feel a little bit queasy. And I was like, mm. am I going to end up throwing this beer? No, this is quite. It's, it's quite right. easy drinking considering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's 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 funny actually because like that four pack for the tasting that we missed, they were all like at least ten percent. Yeah, and which is when, probably why we, also giving it a miss on a Sunday was a good shout. Yeah, but it was also so, like, uh, it's weird because like, we're obviously all in isolation. Uh, some people like me live alone. And the idea of like doing a tasting with four giant beers like this uh, was, I was also kind of okay missing it, to be to be honest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> might have might have just not woken up on Monday. Yeah. Yeah, it had the potential to go very wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. But yeah. Yeah. Um, it turns out it's gone very right. I'm actually really into this. This is really nice. Yeah. Um, D- 
do you want to talk to me about some things? Mm-hmm. I sure do. Tangentially related or otherwise. Yeah, well, with a name like uh, Viscociraptor, I keep almost saying Velociraptor. Um, yeah, same. A, a, a few things like are pretty obvious come to mind for a topic. You know, maybe something about dinosaurs. Maybe we go back to talking about uh, Jurassic Park. Um, but I thought I'd do We'd something a bit the, different. The official Jurassic Park sideshow podcast. No, no, I thought I'd uh, do something a little bit different. Um, it 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 might feel a little bit like a physics lesson uh, by the end of it, but. We're going to talk today about viscosity and non-Newtonian fluids. Are you familiar with any of that? Well, I, I, I'm familiar with the concept of viscosity, mm-hmm. and I believe I've heard of non-Newtonian fluids. So would they be ones that act in counterintuitive ways in fluid dynamics? Pretty much. Um, I'll, I'll get I'm hoping the, uh, that specifics. it's going to be more simplified. Than, a little bit. than this yeah. started out. Yeah, it's, it's, it was rough doing the research for this because, like, obviously, it very quickly evolves into here's a bunch of physics equations. So I'm like, no, I just I kind of <laughs> yeah. want the uh, I want the basics, the the basic explanation, please. Um, so I had to like and the fun recall the recall my like high school physics part of my brain and be like, oh yeah, I do actually understand this. It's just been a while since I've had to think about it. Are you going to cover the viscosity of a pan full of lasagna? Uh, going Not around quite. a bend in Southern California. Not quite. I wish I, sh- wish I had uh, done that. Um, that would have actually been a really, <laughs> really fun callback. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll make a lasagna and go whip it around outside and see what happens. Um, <laughs> there's, a, there's a drain out in the driveway. I can just hose it off. <laughs> Should be right. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a little airborne. It's still good. <laughs> nice. Nice. All uh, right. Hit me with your most viscous shot. Mm. Oh no! You're going to regret saying that. Um, oh no! So I'll get some, uh, I guess, definitions out of the way, uh, just so we're on the same page. Um, so viscosity is uh, uh, this is this is straight out of the Wikipedia des- description is uh, a measure of a liquid's resistance to deformation at a given rate, which is like basically just how thick it is. So a higher yeah. uh, higher viscosity is a, is a thicker uh, fluid. Um, yeah, how how runny or liquidy it is, almost. Yeah, yeah. Um, the unit of measurement, uh, well, one of them. There's a there's a couple, um, but the one we're gonna deal with because it's based in the metric system uh, is a pascal second. Uh, so pascal being a measure of uh, pressure or stress, mm-hmm. um, and then you know having seconds in there is sort of over time. Um, so what we're looking at. Um, you can look it up if you if you're more, if you're more interested in things like scientific units and and all all those sorts of things. But that's enough for uh, for what we're here for. Um, Thank God. <laughs> uh, for for example, uh, in terms of putting things into you know relative scales, uh, water at room temperature is about zero point eight nine uh, millipascal seconds. Um, so this is where the metric system is great because everyone knows what milli means. Well, it annoys uh, me more that they didn't make zero the watermark. Yeah. Um, hey, that it's, pun it's, was really unintended. Yeah, um, it's it's also not like a it's it's what's called a derived like it's a derived unit, so it's kind of like a it's a weird sort of thing, um, which I okay, so it of wasn't one of those like standard units where they were like a kilo weighs, you know, yeah. ten centimeters yeah, it, by ten it centimeters. Kind of, it's kind of a weird thing, and then honey is somewhere between like two thousand and ten thousand millipascal seconds. Okay. Just to kind of give you some, some ranges. Um, the the other thing that um, 
I I, I kind of um, work, like worked out because I remembered some of the stuff and then went and tried to verify it as much as I could um, because temperature and pressure determine the phase of a substance, so liquid, solid, gas, that sort of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. The viscosity of a fluid will change as temperature changes. Uh, so cold water yep. is actually more viscous than hot water. Uh, and obviously as yep. you get colder, it turns into ice, turns into a solid that is not going to flow anywhere. Um, so that, that, that part sort of made sense when I thought about it that way. Yeah, um, it's like when you, when you heat up, you put honey in warm water so you can get it out of the jar. Yeah, exactly. Um, a, a really interesting substance in terms of viscosity is known as pitch. Um, you basically think of like bitumen, asphalt, that sort of I was stuff. I say, do you mean that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's uh, yeah derived from petroleum, coal tar. Uh, yeah, bitumen and asphalt are forms of pitch. It's kind of an mm-hmm. umbrella term sort of thing. Um, that has a viscosity rating around 230 billion times that of water. Uh, so it's it's pretty thick stuff, but it does move. Um, oh, okay. So so it's I see. So it's it's it does not move actually just solid. Slowly. It's liquid. It's yeah. liquid at normal temperatures. Uh, no, at, at room temperature, it appears incredibly solid because um, it's a mm. very high viscosity. Um, yeah, and it but, but that's sh- it. It's, it's still actually a liquid. Yeah, if if you hit it yeah. hard enough, it'll break. It'll shatter like it was a solid object. Um, but yeah, like I said, it does actually flow just incredibly slowly. There's a, uh, mm-hmm. experiment up at the university of Queensland that's been running since 1930 called the pitch drop experiment. Uh, they, they put a bunch of pitch in a glass funnel at room temperature and then they took a, rec- they took a note every time a, a drop came out of the glass funnel. Do you know why it's still running, still running to this day. Uh, so I'm going to get you to take a guess at the number of drops that have happened since it started. Two. Uh, it's a very pessimistic guess. It's actually nine. I was going to go six, and I thought that might be too high. <laughs> yeah. But that's it's it's it's, it's roughly that is one ninety years. Yeah, yeah, that's insane. It's, it's nuts. There's that, like it didn't it didn't work for me. I don't know if they need to update their website or something. But they're at one point they were live streaming a camera pointed at it, and you can go. To, I think it's like the. Uh, 10th drop there's like a website specifically for the 10th drop and waiting for that thing to come out um but it's yeah <laughs> it's such so, a dumb thing so i'm gonna weirdly derail us here like yeah. in quite an odd direction but you'll understand do you know who john cage is no uh he's an american composer and he wrote a famous song which is called i think it's called three minutes 42 mm-hmm. um which is just three minutes 42 of silence and it it's like a serious piece. I have piece. heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. And people people perform it, quote unquote, on stage. Um, <laughs> I found out today that there's a thing going on at a, at a cathedral in Germany where they're playing a piece of his music, his organ music, which is the slowest song ever, ever written. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's going to take them 632 years to play it. Oh, my God. Was that like one beat per year? Uh, so, so what it is, it's an organ piece. So it just lasts and doesn't, the music doesn't end and it just pitch changes. And I watched right. a video today and at the three hour and 13 minute mark, the pitch changes because they insert God. a different organ like pipe in the back and the pitch changes fucking imperceptible. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be like, very, yeah, that's, uh, that's annoying, but also amazing. Um, tell you what was good though was the comments people being like i can't believe people are talking over this concert and <laughs> stuff like that <laughs> really so good. Good. but quite, the comments were fantastic the <laughs> yeah down in front quiet 
Oh, that's very good. Uh, yeah, yeah, sorry. The, uh, so that's that's the musical equivalent no, to the pitch drop. <laughs> I love that. That's very uh, very relevant. Um, pit, the pitch drop experiment got like the Guinness World Record for the longest running scientific experiment as well, um, because of course it did. Really, I would have thought the United States of America was the longest running scientific experiment. <laughs> we're not we're not opening <laughs> that door, my dude. <laughs> anyway, now that the kind of uh, five minute science lesson is out of the way, um, mm-hmm. we can actually move on to the. Slightly more interesting part, uh, the non-Newtonian fluid aspect, uh, which is yeah, I'm, something, I'm down. something that I find super fascinating because of it. Just you look at it and it doesn't make any fucking sense to your eyes and your brain um, because yeah, we'll, we'll get to it anyway. To describe a fluid as Newtonian uh, means that it follows Newton's law of viscosity. It's not a fundamental law of nature, so it 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 can be quote unquote broken. It's more just it's based on so many experiments that kind of line up that it moved into that territory. So it's, mm-hmm. there's different types of scientific laws. It's a, it's a whole thing. Look it up if you want. Um, I am not going to try and explain that now. It's, it's called a constitutive uh, equation to, to give again, you a Google Hebrew, term. maybe not the right place for learning that. Yeah. Um, I, I, I did, I did what I could to kind of lay, lay the groundwork. If you, if you want to look up the difference in, uh, you know, scientific laws, this is a constitutive equation. Um, yeah, fair. So yeah, it basically. Well, look, look, if anyone listening is doing a drink along, they're not going to remember that anyway. No, that's true. Um, it basically exists to define viscosity as as more mm-hmm. of like a you know a tool for comparison and things like that, um, as opposed to something like the, the laws of thermodynamics, which you know you cannot break. Um, where are <laughs> we? Yeah, so so obligatory, it's, obligatory, Lisa. In this house, <laughs> we obey the laws of thermodynamics. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Took me a second, but I'm with you. Um, yeah, so it's, it basically has shown that viscosity is independent of strain rate. Um, so the definition and the deformation, sorry, like a material breaking up uh, with respect to time. Um, so basically, okay. like basically saying that viscosity is constant regardless of the stress applied. So no matter how hard you, you know, abuse water, it's always going to move the same way. That kind of idea. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, Non-Newtonian fluids don't stick to that rule. And that's where it starts now, to get really weird. Can I um, ask, and you might want to give me a beep here just in case I cover something that you're going to cover. Um, does this include things like, you know, that experiment where you put like flour in water and if you hit mm-hmm. it really hard, mm-hmm. it doesn't that's exactly do what it is. you? Okay, yeah. sweet. That's exactly what it is. Um, so yeah, non-Newtonian fluids have a different viscosity depending on the amount of stress applied to them essentially um so yeah like you said uh flour or cornstarch in water uh is is a common example of this it's it's what's known as oobleck uh which is based on a like seuss book or something um I oh i thought it was like a, an exchange student no i forgot to put the name of the the uh the book down here but it's yeah it's some reference to that um but it it has a higher viscosity meaning it's thicker the more stress you apply to it. So that, that like, oobleck is commonly the one where you see people fill, like, a tub with it, and if you stand on it, you'll just slowly sink into it, but you can literally run across the surface of it because you're putting more force into it by running on it. I want to just it's, add that um, thicker, the more stress you apply to it is also what I've been calling my ISO diet. Nice. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> my lifestyle is thicker with stress. 
Uh, Elliot, are you keeping up your fitness? Well, I am thicker the more stress I've uh, I, I am a non-Newtonian fluid. Um, <laughs> in many ways. Yeah. Anyway, uh, if you if you say you wanted to make some oobleck at home, uh, the recipe is actually super easy. Uh, it is one part water to one, and then the ratio with that to cornstarch is like one and a half to two parts cornstarch. Um, mm-hmm. You kind of have to fiddle with it a bit. Uh, and if you want, you can put food coloring in it to make it look a different color. Um Fun. And then you just kind of mix that up, and that's it. It's water and cornstarch, and you can just do a science experiment at home. Uh, I, I wish I had cornstarch in the house, and I would have tried it. You better believe it. Oh, um, yeah. It, like, I remember seeing this at a school of some kind, and it was just like, yeah. sorry, that's mind-blowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, like I said, you could like slowly dip your fingers into it, and they'll just go right <laughs> into it. But if you were to try to jab your finger into it, it's going to give you a lot more resistance because of the um, this non-Newtonian nature of it. So weird. Um, yeah, it's it's real bizarre. I I didn't I didn't even try to read articles of like why this is the case. I was just like, no, nah, these things are cool as shit, and more people need to know about them. Magic. Yeah. Um, Scary physics magic. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. There's um there's another one. There's another sort of experiment that can be done at home, but it will wreck the equipment you do it with. Um, if you take a, uh, a, a speaker, uranium. No, if you <laughs> no, uh, if you take a speaker and like take the grill off it, so you've exposed the speaker cone, and then you put this this oobleck in there, the sound waves coming through the speaker will cause it to like become thicker as the sound waves move through it. Um, if you want a really good example of this, there's a video from like i don't know five years ago on a youtube channel for called the slow-mo guys who do a lot of stuff at really I high frame rates they, they do those. this with like red oobleck um it's it's worth a watch because they they sort of they show you them trying to scoop it out of a bowl to dump it in the speaker cone and even just the act of them trying to scoop it makes it so thick that they can't pull it out of the bowl it's fucking weird man it's so oh, man. funny this yeah. is where the inspiration for flubber came from yeah, yeah. Flubber is actually when I was looking up examples of non-Newtonian fluids, Flubber is listed on there, but it's more the the product that people made to replicate what Flubber looks like in the movie. So things no, like Silly the, Putty uh, is another one. Classic movie remake starring Robin Williams. I didn't realize it was a remake until recently. What Flubber was the one with Robin yeah. Williams? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, it's from from like the nineteen fifties. It's one of them classic oh, Disney movies. Okay, well I've only recycled. seen the Robin Williams version. Yeah. Ah, uh, oh, shit. Damn, that's just recontextualized that entire movie for me. It was a whole like series. Wow. All right. Well, <laughs> shit. I don't know how to deal with it. Anyway, I'm going to keep going with what I've written because I don't know how to. You've not missed this. out. Do continue. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Don't worry about it. Um, where are we? Yeah. So other examples we've kind of gone through a few, but other ones are custard because um, you're basically mixing custard powder into a into a liquid. Um, some jams, isn't it, as well. Yeah. Some some jams operate this way. Silly putty, like I mentioned, and some weird ones like blood is apparently non-Newtonian. Um, what printer ink? Printer ink, which is a very expensive experiment. Um, whipped cream and hey, then hey. ketchup. Are, are all listed as this um i'll note here that there are different forms of being a non-newtonian fluid so they're not all thicker with extra stress some of them are less thick with stress okay, applied so, so not all it's of them i'm like just, okay lay out a pool of ketchup yeah. flubber cornstarch yeah. and yeah. uh blood and i'll be fine yeah non-newtonian basically just means it's not constant flow rate uh essentially yeah right yeah so it can go either way 
um, but to to kind of uh, head towards wrapping this one up we're going to talk a little bit more about that last one catch up um and this was a story oh, actually that someone blood. told me last night while i was on a discord voice call just hanging out um so shout out to alex if you're listening for this one um so he's getting a co-writing credit uh I'll, if, if i can figure out a good way to tag him i'll give it to him um <laughs> ketchup is what's called a sheer thinning fluid uh which basically means the viscosity decreases with increasing shear stress so shear is like uh, parallel planes moving sort yeah. of against each other. Um, so it's like, you know, tearing it off sideways instead of pulling it apart. It's kind of hard to describe without a visual medium. But um, again, you can look up no. shear stress if you want <laughs> to I, get a visual I, thing. Bizarrely enough, I was thinking about shear stress yesterday because apparently I am fucking cool. But a, a good way to describe it is like if you um, had a metal rod and you wanted to break it off but instead of bending it you just hit it with enough force that it just went straight through and just like it disconnected from itself oh vertically. yeah okay like that's shearing that doesn't describe it any better earlier but you know <laughs> anyway that's that's another but you know what? Um, when you shear off a bolt that's shearing and it literally yeah. just like goes shink and yeah yes and, and and if you haven't experienced that you're probably a better uh diy person than than i am um or skateboarder anyway. <laughs> yeah um, it basically just means that it, it flows more easily when you apply more stress to it. So think of ketchup in a bottle. Um, people like to hit the bottom of a ketchup bottle to get it to come out. What you're actually sure. doing is transitioning it to a different state of viscosity by applying stress. Who would have thought we were all physicists? Yeah. Um, and this is where the, the part that uh, my buddy Alex uh, told me about com- comes in. Um because if you've ever seen a Heinz glass ketchup bottle, mm-hmm. uh, on, on, on a lot of their labels, they'll have the number 57, which is a, a reference yes. to an old advertising line about them having 57 varieties of products, even though when it first came out, they already had 60, but that's that's not the point. Yeah, it's um, a massive on, myth. Yeah, but on their glass bottles, it's actually like stamped on the glass sort of above, above the label be- at the base of the neck almost. Um, and there was, there was an old... Uh, folk remedy essentially to get the ketchup to come out which is that's that where the 57 is is the best place to tap to get it to come out um this was even claimed by the new york fucking times um and it it, it turns out uh like obviously that can't be true like it's stress applied anywhere is going to do the same job but heinz at one point had a line on their website that said only 11 people 11 percent of people know about this trick um, even though it fucking doesn't matter and shaking the bottle will do just as good a job. Mainstream media lying to us again. Tell me about it. Really uh, really hiding the truth on that one where it, where it matters. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you want to get ketchup out of a bottle, hit it right here. This is the real deep state. Yeah. Oh, a no. state of viscosity. No. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about the triple point of ketchup. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's such a dumb and really excessively nerdy joke for what we do here do you know i know about the triple point purely because of qi yeah it's it's a fascinating idea but i'm not going to try and explain that now um I anyway. that difficult. it's yeah, a point I'm, of temperature at which an object can uh, exist in solid liquid or gas it's the interaction of temperature and pressure so it's like oh pressure as well okay yeah the intersection of those two at a specific point for different materials, they will exist. They can exist at, at, as either a gas, solid, or liquid. 
Yeah. Um, and it, I've never, I've never seen it. It's, it's hard to do. Um, Why would you but anyway, it? no, z- zero water. There's always zero point zero 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 one or something. Right. I don't know. Anyway, that's all I had. <laughs> Big I, boring I thumbs up for there. me. Yeah. <laughs> um, look, that that ends Hebrew physics one hundred and one. I guess. Uh, thank you for coming. Uh, please fill in your lecturer evaluation forms. I will be drunk when I grade your exams. I make no apologies for that. I'd love to see you in academia. I think it'd be great. Yeah, me standing up there with my painted nails and tattoos and shit all out. Just like, yeah, what up? I fit in here. I can do what I want. You and I went to different universities. That would have been fine. Yeah, I know. Talking about beer and, I don't know, video games and half research stories about things I don't understand properly. Well, uh, I remember one of my lecturers was just like that. And the other lecturer that I really liked, a guy called Matt something or other, I forget what, um, just included Simpsons references throughout his, every one of his lectures, just like interspersed throughout. It's like, yes, he's going to be great. Yeah, okay. Someone came, I, someone came up to me after my lecture once and they were like, is he your dad? I was like, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember having a psychology lecture in which uh, reference was made to like lyrics in a Kanye West song. Um, nice. I can't remember the context. Uh, and it would take me a few minutes to re- remember which song it was, or I'd have to look that up. But yeah, it was a, it was a weird time. You sure they weren't just talking about graduation? Uh, uh, no, it wasn't that one. Uh, no, I, I I thought that would jog the memory, but it didn't come. Um, so we'll we'll, does, move, we'll move on from that. <laughs> yeah, fair play, fair play. Yeah. Um, uh, have you seen those like mad liquids? Um, I was going back to the the non-engineering mm. stuff, like mad like um, fluids that react to like sound waves going through them, and they do like they like mad things go happen. Yeah, that's not that, a very good description. Um, that they're probably one of these. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, and like ferrofluids as well. That like liquid. Oh, f- man, ferrofluids are a, a fucking different bag entirely, but I love them. Yeah, they're cool. Just, yeah, if people have no idea what we're talking about, just Google it. Like everything. Yeah, else it's, in the but, world. it's basically like. Uh, what particles of metal suspended in a liquid and then they obviously react to magnets as a result yeah presumably it's like an iron ore compound liquid compound yeah. of some kind and yeah it just it's like iron filings you ever you ever mess around with those in science class or something yeah man what boy didn't spend uh hazy sweaty summers farting about with iron filings as a youth growing up on hey, the that, streets hey that iron's uh, not gonna file itself man <laughs> It's one of those things that only exists in in, in high school science is yeah. iron filings. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. like I also would not have access to iodine crystals, but someone in my science class once burned enough of them that we had to clear the room because iodine gas is incredibly toxic. What are they and how do I? <laughs> you know, iodine. The uh, It's an element, right? I'm not getting that it, wrong. Yeah, it is an element. You use it for um, disinfecting. Yeah, also, I was getting confused in my head with iodine. Interestingly. You can mm-hmm. use it in the brewing process as a good way to test if your sugars have all um, um, broken down in your initial mash. Ah, very there good. to bring it full circle. The yeah. Hebrew way, struggling to the end. <laughs> we got there. Ended up talking about <laughs> stuff that was tangentially related to our tangential story. <laughs> we got there should potentially be our motto. <laughs> Look, hey brew, don't, we got don't, there. Don't, hey brew, don't at us. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's a money. Hey brew, listen, you're the one that downloaded it. <laughs> yeah, fair. Victim blaming. I like it. 
<laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> I don't think you can equate that. No. <laughs> Rude. Oh, dear. Right. Um, <laughs> maybe I'll put a lid on the squid while we're... This 10.5% beer is... Uh, it's yeah. making its way Ooh. through, I'll say that much. Making its way downtown, walking fast. Faces yeah. fast and it's... I'm drunk bound. Yeah, nice. Um, actually, one of the other beers in that four pack for the for the tasting we didn't attend uh, is the Galactopus. Um, have you have you seen the right the artwork? On I that? am eyeing it off. Yeah, because, no, drink like, it. I've already had mine. It's a gr- it's a great one. No, I just mean like, is there ever been an artwork better suited to an episode of Hey Brew? <laughs> yeah, that that, that was. Um, <laughs> Uh, that was something I immediately thought of when I saw the can. I was like, oh, it's a giant squid trying to swallow the moon. That feels very on brand. Uh, I bought the t-shirt <laughs> for that one. It's just got that image on the back of it. It's amazing. I didn't know that t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Go back on that little bang website, man. They got some merch. Yeah. I'm gonna. <laughs> um, <laughs> fuck. All right. So I'm actually, I'm going to use the Imperial Stout for something as well. So we've got three episodes backed up in this cat. This four pack's paid for itself. Yeah, content. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty. I'm pretty content. Yes. Yes. Good. Very good. Very good. Uh, sorry. Do you have anything more on on non Nintendo? No, that, that, I completely, that, that's like, just honestly it. it. No, I, I I was doing a very soft outro there, just kind of letting it fade out into the background. Sick, like a seventies yeah. rock classic. There you go. Yeah, just turn that volume knob down until you can't hear a thing. Who Don't thought do that. fading out was a good stuff. way to end songs. <laughs> my, my favorite thing I is know. like you listen to albums and there's songs that fade out and then you go see them live and you're like i'm always curious okay how are you going to finish that song if you play it what are you going to do <laughs> that's always my like that's my favorite thing it's a weird thing but probably what i wouldn't say my favorite one of my favorite things about seeing bands live is like okay i heard that song where you did all the weird effects at the end of it how are you going to actually do that live how are you yeah, going to do, do a fade out that, yeah but what i really want to see is a band somehow doing a song and then they're like simultaneously turning the volume knobs down on their guitars and the drummer starts drumming a lot more quietly to do a live fade out that'd be the weirdest like, shit like tone roll off on a telecaster but it's just like actually yeah. volume roll off <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that'd be, be great. great that was a really nerdy that. joke yeah this one's been full of them I um let's go I um I, I always think it'd be really funny for a band to just end a song like super abruptly like mid bar just be like yep so it yeah. almost sounds like the track got cut short. Yeah. But then like, uh, if, it reminds me of that bit on Scott Pilgrim where like the first band comes on. Is it Crashing the Boys? He's like, we're Crashing the Boys. This is our first song. And they're like... This is our second song. <laughs> That's very good. Stops. It's brilliant. Yeah, there's, uh, if you're familiar That's with the band uh, Dream Theater, there's a, there's a song off Only like their most you. well-known album. Uh, the song's called Pull Me Under. And it basically finishes on like the second to last beat of a measure. So it feels like that where they've just fucking cut the thing off at the wrong point. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, well, the first time that. I heard it, I was like, fuck, I think I've, I've got like a corrupted file. What's happening here? Yeah. It was like, no, that's how it's meant to be. Vintage. Love yeah. that. It's like, if you got off Napster, which just mm. sold for 50, 57 yeah, million yeah. dollars. Yeah. I was like, man, maybe, maybe something went wrong when I, when I ripped the CD or something like that. And I was like, what is happening? And, and I listened to the ending about five times. I was like, oh, Maybe this is just what they meant to do. That's real dumb. They're just loose. Yeah. Anyway, we have gone 
so far off uh, non-Newtonian. Also, when I said that, so context people, we and me and Mike are looking at each other on camera. When I said mm. so, you looked sideways as if you suddenly attacked by something. And <laughs> it's because really I've confused. got Audacity on the other monitor. I was just making sure everything was still okay because I've had issues with it in the past. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so to well, you, it looks stop. like I'm fucking scared of yeah. something off to my right. <laughs> well, let's start tempting fate then and uh, call it yeah, a wrap, shall we? Yeah, probably right. for the best. Hit that beep. Mike, what's your favorite non-Newtonian fluid? <laughs> well, it's funny you should ask. Um, I mean, I, if I had to pick, uh, hmm. probably Ublek, just because it's, it's used in all the videos. It's the one that everyone's familiar with first. It's kind of like, it it's, 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 it's the greatest hit. Um, I... Mm. It's it's made me it's made me think about all the times I ate I've had custard and not tried to slap it to see if it changes viscosity, <laughs> and then the phrase slapping the custard came into my head and I'm not sure what that means. Oh, I love it! I'm almost certain there's an Urban Dictionary uh, entry for it though. <laughs> yeah, then we got. I don't know whether my slapping the custard. I, I like to think that my favorite is ketchup. I don't really like ketchup that much. I'm more of a mayonnaise mm. man, but. I'm coming around to catch up a bit more. Anyway, hmm. the point is, I think maybe blood is my favorite. It's fairly useful and also on yeah. brand for me. Yeah. Also, uh, if you're trying to do any of these experiments at home, please don't do it with blood. Um, oh, I thought you were going to say you'll need blood. No, uh, get some cornstarch. Because you will. Water. That's going to be safer and cheaper. Oh, no, I thought, I mean, literally, like you're not going to get much done if you haven't got any blood. Well, yeah, that's also true. Um, yeah. Just trying to so you're going to take these experiments seriously yeah. at home. Keep the blood in your body and use something else. As a general rule for any experiment, try to keep the blood in your body. Unless that experiment is, can I remove all of my blood? Well, you really only get one with... shot at You get one shot at that. You really do. There is, um, there is a thing, is it coconut water they can use in a pinch as like plasma? As a, like, or maybe uh... it's like a, as a... No, I'm not joking here. <laughs> Coconut water, I think it's coconut water. They can use it as like a, not a substitute for, but like something like a soluble for plasma for human transfusion. Okay. I'm, I'm going to put a big old citation needed at this point. It's hey brew, baby. Yeah. Everything could be taken whole, with the whole a side podcast of citation, is citation needed. needed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Do you know what I'm thinking? Hey brew should be pretzels needed. These would go really well with this. Yeah. Actually, oh, you're so right. God damn. That would be great. Okay, I'm gonna because I've still got those other like three more of those the hawker uh, barley ones hawkers. Sorry, I haven't cracked um, one yet. So yeah, I'm, I might get some pretzels to go with those. Um, mm. Yeah, that's a good call. Mm. I yeah, been baby. For a while I'm hungry. No, neither have I. They're really good. It's, it's dinner time. I'm hungry. I used to live near a supermarket with a really, really good kosher section. They had some great looking pretzels. And I wish mm. I'd bought some. You ever had Snyder's pretzels? This might have to go offline, but Snyder's pretzels in the US? No. No, I don't think so. So, maybe might have to look them up, man. They're yeah. the best Snyder cut. <laughs> okay. Okay. Very good. Come on, no. You're not going to give me anything for that? That was good. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing around the Snyder cut annoys the shit out of me. So, I don't want <laughs> to go with that. Our spin-off pop culture podcast is going to be grumpy as hell. <laughs> yeah, two grumpy, grumpy middle-aged white dudes yelling about online culture. <laughs> what does yeet even mean? <laughs> <laughs> people seem yes. to use it interchangeably anyway yeah. oh, i'm gonna eat this podcast now i guess yeet uh, me into the sun. yeah all right i don't really have a rap for this so should we just 
do it in the Hebrew fashion, which is stumble through it. I, I, there's no other way. Fantastic. Listen. <laughs> listen. As if in some way they've just been like... <laughs> what is this, Legend of Zelda? Hey, listen. <laughs> oh, oh, we need to stop getting... I need to stop getting so drunk on a Sunday that I've got nothing to do on a, on a Monday and by the time I have a beer, I'm pissed. But, okay. If Oops. you enjoyed uh, any of this... Ooh, um, sorry, I just had a really good thought about what picture you can put up on Instagram. Sorry. If you enjoyed any of this... It's like, what's going on? You wrong? can find, find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Hey Podcast. That is Hey Podcast at Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. But let's be honest, probably mostly Facebook and Instagram because we're not journalists who don't use Twitter that much. Mike. <laughs> yeah. Subtle handball for the email. Yeah. Um, if you want to send us uh, emails about literally anything, uh, you can do so using hello at heybrew.zone. Um, there's also the website. Uh, clue there is in the email address. It's heybrew.zone. Um, yeah, you can so find you know, the domain. Yeah, look, if any of that is, is uh, confusing, if you've been drinking along with us and you're also drunk, um, just remember heybrew.zone. Uh, links to all of the aforementioned uh, social things are on there, as well as episodes and links to where to subscribe and all that sort of stuff. Heybrew.zone. Back to you in the that studio. again. <laughs> thanks. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Mike. So, our next story. Uh, no, um... If you want to listen to us on one of your podcast apps, there are many of them out there. We're on all of them for all intents and purposes. And we also have an RSS feed and it's on the website. But whatever you're listening to us on, go to it now. Leave us a review. Mm. I'll wait. It's a really passive aggressive call to action. Yep. Yep. Hi, have we met? No, but if you can leave us a review, that'd be fantastic. We really appreciate it. It genuinely does make a massive difference to us. We always need more than people to listen to this, frankly. Um, and once again, I'd like to put the call out. If you're one of those people in Estonia listening to this, please email us and explain why. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very curious. That, that mystery still me. remains unsolved. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, I'm just really big in Eastern Europe. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> That's the dream, baby. <laughs> just some small town in like Estonia, just like, man, have you checked out Hey Brew? Just <laughs> words getting around, spreading There's like a wildfire. mural to us on the wall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, I don't know, maybe. I don't know. I, I'm not sure oh, how I feel God, about that. that so but... I was very confused. Someone earlier sent me a thing. They were like, I found a great podcast for you. And then they just linked us to our podcast. And I was like, it took me a moment to realize it was sarcasm. And then um, it just had the quote, every Monday I feel terrible. And I was like, hmm, okay. <laughs> is that because they listen to it's our a- episodes on a Sunday and they drink along? Or is that them quoting you? No, I'm not sure. I think they're quoting me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it checks out. Much worse. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, that uh, was Hey Brew. Um, I have been Elliot. I've been Mike. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. It's getting looser towards the end. Like, honestly, like, the 10% beers are fun, but they do have one very specific natural result. Also, this is the one beauty of lockdown um, recording is that none of us have to, I don't have to drive. Yeah. So we do end up way more pissed. (laughs) Yeah, I'll I'll admit, like, when when I pulled some of these higher percent beers out and we're doing them like this, I'm like, oh, I don't feel bad about that. We don't have to organize as much. Nah.